Hey guys, welcome to Travel Notes. I am so excited to be back here making this episode. Um, it's been a minute. I try to make one of these once a month, but you know, life sometimes gets a little crazy. So, um, but it's so good to be back. I'm recording this live on the air um, from the refinery which is located in Charleston, South Carolina, but um, it's on Ohm Radio 96.3 FM. And then it will also be available later in the day or later in the evening by nine o'clock is my goal on all streaming platforms. So all you people who can't tune in right now live, either online by streaming or by the FM dial, you can check it out on your own leisurely time when you're, you know, taking a break maybe going for a walk. But yeah, it's good to be back. That's that's really what I wanted to say right off the bat. Um, I'm really excited about this episode. Before we really dive in to what it's all about, um, I was just looking at this map that shows me kind of all the listeners or where everyone's kind of tuning in from, um, you know, online really from the streaming platforms. And it's so cool to see there are people tuning in from across the the entire United States, the mainland, but also we have listeners in, it looks like Nicaragua. We have listeners in Brazil, over in Kenya and Senegal, Ghana, India. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah looks like Malaysia, Australia, New Zealand, just so many, just to name a few. We have also Paris. Shout out to all you guys who are tuning in and thank you so much. I would love to hear from you. Um, if you want to get in contact and want to just chat music, world music, um, you have an idea for an episode, you want to hear a certain band played or want to learn more about what they have going on, but you don't have the time to do the research, email me and I will do it for you. Um, this is, you can email me at travelnotespodcast at gmail.com. And then, um, of course, you can always DM me on Instagram at travelnotes underscore podcast. Okay. Now it's time to dive into the episode. I'm really excited about this one. It is in honor of my brother who is shout out to Grant who is over in Japan right now. He's working, he's living, he's doing his thing. And um, we're gonna, this is what inspired me to really explore, like really just look for something in Japan to, to learn about. And this is where I stumbled upon the Taiko drumming. And for those of you who do not know, taiko is an instrument. It literally translates to drum. Also, disclosure, I'm going to do my best to pronounce all of this. I probably should have set up a call with Grant beforehand. So with some help in the pronunciation department, but a lot of these songs and uh, artists are in Japanese and I do not speak any Japanese, unfortunately. So I'll do my best to do it justice. But taiko is um, the drum and they're made of hardwood. So they're extremely hard, durable because full grown, usually men, but also women now, 
are beating these massive drums. They also are very large, um, standing up, you know, and it looks like they're using all of their, their might. Um, so that is kind of a visual for you. Um, it can take up to five years to actually make one of these drums from the drying of the wood. They process the leather for the skin. Um, they can calculate the age of the wood by the tree rings. And so a Tyco with like a 45 centimeter in diameter could have, could be as old as 300 years. So there are these really beautiful, um, long lasting instruments. <clears throat> They're super sturdy. And, uh, and yeah, so before we talk more about the style and everything else that I prepared for you, let's take a listen to what a Tycho beat sounds like. This is called Tycho Drums off of the album Tycho Drums. <laughs> That's convenient. Here you go. jump to the next track there that was Tycho drums off of the album Tycho drums just a little it was actually only like about a minute long um but that gives you an idea of what the drums energy and just kind of some of the rhythm patterns that they sound like I believe that was a few people playing um on that track so some fun facts about Tycho drumming it is literally as old as Japan itself um, historical records suggest that Taiko was introduced to Japan through Chinese and Korean cultural influences as early as the 6th century CE. Um, as I said before, they're mostly played by males traditionally through um, history, but there are females now who are playing it and forming these professional, usually they're played in groups. Um, and one example of that is Kodo, which we're going to, you know, listen to some of their stuff uh, in a bit. They are this world famous taiko drumming group. And it's super interesting because they live and train together 24 seven. And they're literally like a family um, training, doing household chores, um, eating communal meals. And the belief is that they're developing this discipline and this kind of bonds that translates into a seamless uh, performance and communication on the stage. So, and I wanted to just read kind of their philosophy on music and their description of their group Kodo. So it says, Kodo, exploring the limitless possibilities 
of the traditional Japanese taiko drum. Kodo forges new directions for a vibrant living art form. In Japanese, the word kodo conveys both heartbeat, the primal source of all rhythm, and children of the drum, a reflection of Kodo's desire to play the drum simply with the heart of a child. Since 1984, Kodo has been continually touring under the banner One Earth, a theme embodying the group's desire to transcend language and cultural boundaries, reminding audiences of the common bond we all share as human beings. And I just was so inspired by that. So let's listen to one of their tracks. Um, this, I actually don't know if this is, I don't know what the name of this song is because it's in Japanese on the computer, but this is Kodo. Hope you enjoy.
Okay, that was so cool. I really wish this was also a visual. I posted um, some some video from that video on YouTube. Um, but if you search, I'm pretty sure if you search Kodo, it's posted under Kodo Heartbeat. And it was a, actually a compilation video of a couple different performances. But I really recommend to get a full visual because Tycho is... 50% music, but it's also 50% dance. These guys and gals are literally moving. It's like so athletic looking so much. And so that like a lot of the guys who are performing are sometimes literally only in what in a very limited um, undergarments. So it's, it's quite, and they're like really working as you can tell, it's like an athletic um, activity and their goal on stage while drumming uh, is to essentially form a connection between the drum and themselves. Um, it's a very meditative act, I think, for these students and musicians who um, practice taiko, and which is very Japanese. My from my basic understanding of a lot of the kind of mindset of Japanese from like sword making and that kind of thing. It's, you know, everything is so immersive and the way that they approach, um, these, these trades and practices are, is like all or nothing, which I have a really big, um, I really admire about the, the culture, but so, okay. A couple things that, uh, Tycho is used for, and you can probably hear it in what we just heard, but drums tend to be used in, uh, warfare. They tend to really, play ironically a role in um in a lot of cross a lot of cultures in war but then also in religious rituals um so there's that kind of polarization of their use but in feudal japan these drums were used to motivate troops to call out orders and even set a marching pace and during the warring periods the taiko would be used to signal troops whether to attack or retreat um they were, yeah, used to transmit orders and formations to the soldiers on the front lines. So to get a little taste of what a war taiko beat sounds like, uh, I'm going to play you. This is called Japanese Taiko Drums to the Battle. know about you guys but I would be pretty scared if that 
was coming towards me <laughs> on the battlefield or in general. It definitely has like a little bit of a menacing quality to it with the crescendo they use towards the end and um, just through those rhythms. But yeah, it was, it's been used throughout history in war and to kind of communicate on the uh, front lines. But not only to ward off humans, but also ward off pests. They believe that these rhythms could scare away rodents um and it's actually kind of ironic because i realized i am not alone here in the studio this morning or this afternoon there is a little mouse here somewhere and so although i don't want to scare the mouse um i wonder if he'll be here after this episode's over um but they believed that yeah this was actually going to drive away um pests harmful to crops and also drive away any evil spirits that might be lurking around. They believe that by imitating the sound of thunder, spirit of rain would be forced into action. So it was definitely this like communication, not only between other humans, but also animals and spirits. Um, so speaking of just religious um, and spiritual kind of roles that it plays, they um, originally, I think the original, original use of the taiko drum, based on my research, was for um, sacred instruments uh, used in religious rituals to evoke spirits. Um, apparently, there is this myth in the Shinto religion. It says that once long ago, the sun goddess, Amaratasu, became disgusted with her younger brother and sealed herself in a cave, plunging the world into the night. Many tried to coax her out, but in the end, it was Ame Nozum. Oh my gosh, sorry, I totally butchered that. Amaratsu, who lured her out with dance and music and brought light and warmth back to the land. So these drums were used to powerfully bring back um, the sun and light and uh, joy back to the land. I thought that was kind of a, a fun um, myth to share with you. And so this is the track. It's called Daiko Spirits to give you a taste of the spiritual side of the Taiko drum off of that same album that we started with called Taiko Drums. Hope you enjoy.
So yeah, that was a, it was called Dico Spirits. And from the research I did, it really sounds like it was used, it's originated in the Shinto religion. Um, but that was an example of some kind of ritual, religious ritual beats that might have been used or might still be used. Um, one other, I kind of talked about this a little bit before, but, um, Taiko really is dance in a lot of ways. It's a very physical act as well as, um, like most percussion, like as you sit down at a drum set and it's very physical, I mean, you're, you moving all your limbs. I, most drummers, I grew up, my dad's a drummer and you know, it's a very athletic, like he'll come back from practice drenched in sweat. It's like, it's pretty cool. I think it's cool that it's kind of this combination of like, it's very physical, full body, and then also musical. Um, so I wanted to play you guys a dance track, a taiko dance track to give you a, a, you know, sound of what that might, that might be. But I really can't um, encourage you more to go online and just like look up a performance of taiko because it, it's so amazing and these drums are huge I mean they're literally I don't even know I mean like the size of a human but also larger they can be larger and they can play them they play them in these groups and there's so many of them on stage and it's just so exciting honestly this is one of my goals now bucket list to go to a taiko drumming performance um if you guys have any recommendations any know any local taiko drummers please uh, DM me, let me know. I would love to uh, attend a live performance, but also be cool to actually visit Japan and go to one there. Um, so that aside, here is a per a taiko dance um, track by Sirkab Music.
That was Dance off of the album Tycho Drums by Syracob Music. I hope that got you moving a little bit out of your seat or in your seat. Um, I certainly was. I had it on the surround speakers here in the studio because um, there is a, in the spirit of Japanese Tycho Drumming, I'm hoping to, uh, you know, not scare but kind of encourage out the door the guest that is here which is a mouse (laughs) and apparently taiko drumming drumming can help ward off pests so in the spirit of the taiko i was playing it on the loudspeakers i haven't seen the little mouse in a while so um but i i thought that was a cool there's so much even that like you could hear that higher pitch um I don't know what part of the drum they're using to make that. It might even be a cowbell of some sort, but some sort of instruments. But uh, it reminds me a little bit of like some of the rhythm they were doing in like a bayou or um, in Fojo, the style of north from northeast Brazil. It reminded me a little bit of that rhythm. Um, but so there's so much going on, and it's really it's really amazing. And that was a lot, and it was almost a six minute piece. So, you know, if you're still, if you're still with me, I applaud you because that is a lot of drumming to, to just listen to, but it is a visual art as well. So definitely check out a live performance, check out some YouTube videos. Um, what is modern Taiko drumming sound like slash look like today? Well, um, apparently it started with this jazz drummer named Daihachi Oguchi and he like many of the youth in the American occupation era embraced jazz because it had been, uh, it was forbidden during the wartime. So um, he played in several bands and became quickly a local star. And um, he decided to kind of basically map out a jazz drum kit with the Taiko drums. So Basically, instead of one person playing a kit, it's now become a team of musicians who are imitating the jazz drum. I was really looking for a piece, an, a track that would sound showcase this. Um, I actually had a hard time finding his music. Like there were a lot of groups like performed by him or like his group. There were a lot of groups doing tributes to him. But um, just to give you a taste of his style, this is um, a piece. It's an excerpt from one of his pieces. His pieces also are very long. They're like eight to ten minutes. But it's called Japan Suwa Ikazuchi. And this is by Oguchu, Aguchi Daihachi.
Oh, that was back into that dance track, which is so cool. I'm going to have to listen to some more of this. Um, this be good driving music. But I hope you are driving and enjoying this. Um, if you're tuned in in your car, enjoying some of these rhythms, because it's really, it's really amazing what how much life rhythm brings to a piece and just has in itself um, inherently. But that was Oguchi Daihachi. He's a renowned modern taiko drummer who really um, reformed it and inspired, pulled in jazz influences and was um, kind of fusing it together in with the taiko modern um, tradition. But thank you so much for tuning in today to to ohm radio and to travel notes um again i really appreciate you listening and i hope you enjoy the content and the music and the research that um i do and because i really do it for your enjoyment i hope that you you know get inspired to check out some more of these some more taiko drumming some of these artists even just you know google like some more fun facts about it um feel free to dm me if you want to get in touch um if you want to recommend a new destination because this this um podcast is all about travel people music finding ways that we can connect and that humans are connected through music how it brings us all together um and so so yeah, so with that, I am going to um, head out. However, again, you can find us travel notes underscore podcast on Instagram. The email is travelnotespodcast at gmail.com. I do a monthly newsletter. And if you're subscribed, you'll also get a little sneak peek into what before I announce it publicly of when the next air date is and what the uh, topic slash destination is. But taiko, it's a rigorous mental, physical, martial arts type drumming. Um, it's an amazing, unique folk, folk art tradition from Japan. Um, really enjoyed diving into it, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, so until next time, do not get too comfy because our next trip is just around the corner. Water till the sun goes